Deshanda Gralostosh, Iselongra di Velera Namongo Solenselemen de Shanda Lagonda Lebreyade, Rabada Sata, Igada Lusabra Lete Shivologo Sita, Zilongra de Stapalalunda Labasin de Brelevende, Alende Le Mondo Sondi Lebrende Vralongo Shande Libre Lekiantoski Falagindos, Igadili Vosta, Lebelo Shalebre Levendo Sande Lebrende Kisa, Mondo shita capando la siade, lebele gondo shanda la basaya, melo gradivosa. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Manda da kiso la kitash, gidivondosa, monde ika, lipelosa braliante, shadeli mindo sonde bralabondo sanda la gadimiante, ho shapata kataya, ligadasa, litekipa la gosata, shadadada bakusaya. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right, can we enter into the Word of God? Can we study tonight? It is all about the prophetic, and I'm trusting God that He will minister to us and that He will bless us this evening. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, let your notes, pad, your pen, your whatever it is that you use in taking notes be very close to you don't do without it at all if you're in a place that will make it impossible to do all that then no problem no problem at all but just make sure you are able to keep something because we are going to learn about a lot of things so make sure that you are keeping something Make sure that you are keeping something. All right. God bless you. Okay. So when you look at the topic that I gave for this evening, I have said that God's communication infrastructure. God's communication infrastructure. All right. I will teach a lot of things. So we will be um, blending a lot of things together we'll be blending a lot of things together so bear with me as i move in different directions and dimensions doc you're welcome you're welcome doc you're welcome doc all right is somebody ready somebody ready all right so as i teach you prepare questions everything that has to do with the supernatural and everything that has to do with the prophetic now um, during our um, dawn prayer session, I asked a, a question and I said something that um, how many knew that the realm of the spirit or the supernatural was a very interesting one? And I'm asking it again. How many of you know that the supernatural or the realm of the spirit is a very interesting one? How many of you know? Let me see by hand in the comment section. You know that the realm of the spirit is pretty interesting. Let me see you in the comment section. Yeah, the realm of the spirit. I don't know if you know the realm of the spirit is very interesting. The supernatural. I remember there was a time in my room that I was going about my normal business and I bombed virtually into an angel. I bombed into an angel 
and that experience was very very intense in fact um i i physically lost my breath for a short while because it was very intense as i was standing the angel was also facing my direction i didn't know the angel was there and i i i literally bumped into the angel it was very intense there are a lot of things that god has in store for us as his children he wants us to have a lot of experiences and he wants us to get to a place and a level where we are able to hear him we are able to communicate with him we are able to download his thoughts and his intents for us the bible says um according to um some of the things jesus said he said that my sheep knows my voice my sheep knows my voice my sheep knows my voice so it means that when jesus the shepherd um, is talking those that we can call his sheep have the ability to decode and to download the voice of the shepherd and it is one area that um, currently a lot of christians are struggling with we are not able to hear from god or even what we hear we are not certain that this is god some will say that since i became a christian i haven't even heard the voice of god before at all at all never in my life some will always also say that um something told me something told me so some are attributing the voice of the lord to something yeah doc you said i should repeat what i said all right was it was the line breaking please is it okay now the oh okay all right please uh, monitor for me when the network is um down the line the line is breaking oh okay um is it okay now when when it goes here you are let me is it okay now is it is the line stable now it is now oh okay okay i didn't know sorry about that it's better now okay okay please when it goes here um alert me so that um yeah we get the best of of a reception the network these days have been very bad but let's do our best okay 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 all right yeah so i was saying that there are christians who are struggling with the voice of god there are a category of christians who will say i've not heard the voice of god before since i became a christian others will also say that something told me they are never sure about whatever it is that spoke to them say they will always attribute it to something all right because they are not certain what is speaking to them they are not certain what they are hearing so they are always saying and something told me what want to inquire about the thing that spoke to them they will not be able to tell you all they know is that something told them or something said to them they wanted to do something and then something spoke to them and said don't do it or this or that so we are struggling with the voice of god with the voice of the spirit and i'm trusting god that we will be able to overcome and then get into an arena where we are able to decode the voice of god for ourselves see the reason why there are a lot of false prophets and a lot of 
um, so-called men of God are taking advantage of Christians these days is that we have not learned to hear God for ourselves. And because we are not making efforts in that area to develop our sensitivities, to be able to connect to God and to hear what heaven is saying for our lives, a lot of people will take advantage of you. They will come saying, God said, and, 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 and God hasn't even said anything. They will put words into the mouth of God and tell you, God said, give me this. God said, do this. God said, do that. And you don't even have anything in you to confirm what they are saying. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. As a Christian, you are wired by God to be able to download God's voice and to be able to communicate with Him. And by the time I am through with you, you should be able to appreciate all that God is doing to ensure that He speaks to you. How many of you know the nature of God, that God is a speaking God? How many of you know that God loves to talk? How many of you know that God is a communicating God? God is a talking God. How many of you know that? Okay. 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 All right. It is good you know. It is good you know that God loves to talk. God is a talking God. God loves to communicate. And if God loves to communicate and God is talking to us, then what is happening? Why are we not hearing? Why are we not hearing? What what has gone wrong? What what exactly is the problem? Why don't we hear? All right, let me give you let me give you um, a simple um, analogy. So reason with me. You see, when MTN came first to Ghana, what did they do? Is it that the moment they got here, they started operating, and then they called themselves MTN? And then everything was working and they did no background work at all how how did they go about it you realize that there is an existing network existing global network good yes yes so my brother carried is in the built mass network mass okay yeah yeah so that is one of the things they did all right who else can also um, help me with some of the things that mtn did when they came to ghana who can help me? What are some of the things MTN did when they came to Ghana before they started um, operating as MTN? What are some of the things they did? Um, they did promotions. Okay, oh, powerful. They laid cables. God bless you, Doc. God bless you. They laid cables. Yeah, thank you. They laid cables. All right. All right. Okay. It means that they needed a network infrastructure upon which communication would be established they were smart enough to know that you can't just come out of the blue and call yourself a telecom or a telecommunication network they knew that there was a skeletal work that needed to be done there was a foundational issue that needed to be fixed so they had to lay cables they had to do a lot of things to ensure that whatever they were going to do would be effective and they did it they built mass they built they laid cables and did all manner of things okay so god in an attempt let me ask you let me ask you let me ask you a question please bear with me please bear with me please bear with me okay when god created man god gave man senses right am i right am i right 
Uh, we have a doctor amongst us, so this one won't be difficult. God gave man senses. There are, there are five of them that we all know. Okay, kindly help me from kindergarten. The five senses. Anyone that you know, please mention it. Any of the senses you know, please mention. The sense of smell. Mm-hmm. Taste. God bless you. Powerful. Touch. Sight. Somebody says taste feeling. Hey, which one is taste feeling? Hey, <laughs> powerful. Okay, okay. So let's smell, taste, touch, sight. Akabako. Hearing. God bless you, Lady Nessara. Hearing. So five of these senses. Okay. Do these senses all have organs? Do these senses all have dedicated organs? Do they? Do they have dedicated organs? Yes, please. Thank you. They all have dedicated organs. Okay. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. The line is breaking. Oh, powerful. It's not my... Uh, okay, please. Is everybody hearing me? Oh, okay. Perhaps perhaps it's from various uh, places. Perhaps it's, it's a location issue. Yeah, can everybody hear me? Is it, is, it, is it okay? Is it stable? It's stable. Okay, please. When, when it's, it's better. Okay, yeah. Yeah, when anything goes wrong, you alert me so that yeah, we can we can we can make it better. All right, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so let's 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 go on. So all the senses that we know all have dedicated organs, and these organs are there to make sure that these senses are intact and are working the way they ought to and the way they should. All right, am I right? Am I right? Okay, yeah, blessed Diana. Blessed Diana, it's been a long time we saw you on Morning Aura. You've been gone for a long time. Blessed Diana, you've been gone for a long time. We have missed you on Morning Aura. Please be coming. Okay, all right. All right, let's, 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 let's go on. Let's go on. Okay, now let's, let's continue from where I, I left off. What has God done to ensure that we have a good talking relationship? Has God done something or he has done nothing? We will learn about it as we move. Because let's go back to the Garden of Eden. When man um, sinned against God, we all know the relationship that existed. God will come into the garden, talk with man, they have a long chat and then God would go back. Okay, this was the manner of relationship that existed between God and man during that time. Okay, it was very, very powerful that God would come down, talk to man, and then he would go back. Okay, now interestingly, after man had fallen and after man had sinned, 
talk about the time that Cain and Abel were going to offer their sacrifice. We all know that God spoke to Cain after he、um, got angry and wanted to do evil to his brother. And even after he sinned, God still spoke to him. Okay? Fast forward. We know God spoke to Abraham. And then throughout the scripture, we have records of God speaking to a lot of people. Okay? That time was a time that man wasn't born again. God was speaking to man. Even at the time man wasn't born again, when man didn't have the Spirit of God living or indwelling him, God was still finding a way to speak to man. Now, in the New Testament, now that we have God living in us, we realize that we have been handed an advantage. That goes beyond what you could ever think of. What is that advantage? Okay. There is a prophetic word given by Prophet Joel. There's a prophetic word given by Prophet Joel. It is a popular one. It is a popular one. I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh. How many of you know where that scripture is in Joel? Bible students. How many of you know where that scripture is in the book of Joel? In the book of Joel. In the book of Joel. How many of you know where that scripture is? In the book of Joel. Let me help you. Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2. Okay? If you haven't read it for a very long time, let me read it with you so that your memory is refreshed and then you get to remember. Joel 2 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. I want you to take note of all the things happening here. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. Okay, let's go into the New Testament, into the book of Acts. The book of Acts. The book of Acts. And we will all read together. We will all read together. Acts chapter number two. Acts chapter number two. Let's read from the verse number one. Let's start from the verse number one. Pastor Yami, you are welcome. Pastor Yami, you are welcome, sir. You are welcome, sir. Okay. All right. So let's read. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. I want you to follow the scripture very well because we are going somewhere with it. We are going somewhere with it. I want you to pay particular attention to the scriptures. And suddenly, suddenly, and suddenly, there came a sound from heaven 
as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting i want you to follow me very very carefully and then gradually let's climb to that place okay what happens next and there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire and sat upon each of them verse 4 and they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance are you with me are you with me are you with me okay okay let's go on now i want you to pay particular attention to what is happening okay even as i try to break it down because we are looking at an experience of the holy ghost okay thank you now let's go back it is a teaching service so don't worry i'll be giving you a lot of scriptures let's go back to another scripture let me take you to another scripture we'll be doing a lot of scriptures we'll be doing a lot of scriptures we'll be doing a lot of scriptures okay let's go to the book of john chapter number 14 and the verse 16 john 14 and 16 john 14 and 16 is somebody there john 14 and 16 i'll be reading from both the new testament and the old testament john 14 16 john 14 16 okay let me read from the kjv first and then we will go to the amplified bible all right winnie you are welcome and i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever this is jesus speaking when jesus was about to leave the disciples physically and then transition into heaven he tells them that as i leave i'm not leaving you empty i'm not leaving you like orphans but then i am leaving you something i'll give you something he said i'll pray the father and he shall give you another comforter okay another comforter the word <clears throat> comforter in the greek means paracletos 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 and what does paracletos mean according to the greek um concordance it means an intercessor a consoler an advocate a comforter if you know thea thea is a greek scholar one of the best thea according to thea's lexicon he says that um paracletos means summoned called to one side especially called to one's aid okay 
it will also mean one who pleads another's cause before a judge, a pleader, a counsel for defense, a legal assistant, an advocate. Okay, but let me stay with the A. Okay, let me stay with the A. One who pleads another's cause before a judge. All right, one sermon or call to one's side or to one's aid. Okay, now let me read from the amplified version. Okay, yeah, God bless you. God bless you, um, 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 brother, for posting it for me. Yes, and I will give the I will ask the Father, and He will give you another comforter. Yeah, brother Christos, sure. And let's look at the words given to the comforter. He said, "Another helper into bracket, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby." To be with you forever okay so in a nutshell we know the ministry of the holy ghost who was jesus to the disciples this was the same person okay that was with them always always he was with them always always he, he stayed with them is it the word allos paracletos or um, another comforter, another comforter, okay? Another comforter can also mean another or another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. And when Jesus was living, he said, I will give you, uh, ask the Father to give you the Holy Spirit. It meant that the Holy Spirit was going to be unto the disciples or anybody that received him the same as the Lord Jesus when he was with them. And who was Jesus when he was with them? He was the one that was counseling them, comforting them, consoling them, talking to them, teaching them. And he says that the Holy Spirit will come to do the same things that the Lord Jesus was doing for them. Because he said, I'll give you another comforter or another of the same kind, the Allos Paracletos. Okay, please follow me carefully as we sail into um, where we are going. Then... <clears throat> We know the ministry of the Spirit. If we know the ministry of the Spirit, how was Jesus carrying about his own ministry to the disciples? He was talking to them very often. Because how can one teach you when the person is not talking to you? So straight away, you get to understand that one of the things the Holy Ghost will be doing in our lives is talk a lot to us. A lot a lot how will one comfort you if the person doesn't talk to you okay okay now let me show you something let me show you something let's go back let's go back to acts let's go back to the book of acts where we were reading let's go back to the book of acts where we were reading acts chapter 2 and the verse number 2 okay let me start from the verse number 2 and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Pay attention. He said, there came a sound. Okay? And keep in mind the prophecy of Joel. Keep in mind the prophecy of Joel. Okay? Joel said that I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. The young men will see visions. The old men will dream dreams. Keep your mind on that one. 
even as we are here. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. You know what that tells you? If the writer of the book of Acts, there was a sound. Okay? Now, at first, when I read this scripture, I thought there was virtually a wind blowing over that place. But that is not what happened. He said there was a sound. And that sound, that sound is the sound of a rushing mighty wind. It doesn't mean that there was a wind blowing at that moment, if, if you get me. But there was a sound that mimicked a rushing mighty wind. It means that that sound is the sound you will hear when there is strong wind or violent wind. Okay? Violent wind. That is the same sound you will hear. So the very first thing that happened when the Holy Spirit was coming was that the people heard something. Yeah, I, I want you to notice that one. They heard a sound. They heard something. Okay. Okay. Then what happened? And it's filled all the house where they were sitting. Number two. And they appeared. I want you to note the word appear. I want you to note the word appear. Because number one, they heard something. Number two, something appeared to them. It means they saw something. Because it said, and there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. So number one, they heard something. Number two, they saw something. Then what happened? What happened? And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, I want to pause here, okay? There are, there are a lot of things I will tell you here, but I want to pause here and take you into the Old Testament and also show you something. I hope my time will be able to permit me. Let's go into the Old Testament and let me show you something. Something happens in the Old Testament that is astonishing. It is a very interesting story. Why is it interesting? Because something happened with the apostles. Sorry, with um, with Moses. With Moses. The time came that Moses began to complain to God. And what the Israelites were making a lot of demands. And Moses was fed up. So in Numbers chapter 11 verse 14, let's go there. I will marry all these things. Numbers chapter 11 and the verse number 14. Numbers chapter 11 and the verse number 14. This is Moses speaking. He says, I am not able to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy for me. Okay? All right. And Moses even went on to say that, God, kill me if I have found favor in your sight. And let me not see my wretchedness. But let me not go there. Verse 16. And the Lord said unto Moses, this is God's reply to him. Moses said that, God, the burden is too much for me. And God says, Moses, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and the officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. 
and I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit, what is upon, I want you to pay attention now. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee, and will pour, will put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. Okay, so God is telling Moses that for what you have asked for, I will not kill you, but rather I will bring 70 men to help you. But this is what I will do. I will take of the same spirit that is upon you and distribute it upon the 70 people. But I want you to note that Moses is a prophet. But Moses, being a prophet, is under the unction of the Holy Ghost or the unction of the power of the Holy Ghost. Okay? He's a prophet, but he's under the unction of the Holy Ghost. And God says that I will take my, the spirit that is upon you, the spirit that is upon you, and then I will distribute it to the 70 men. Then, in the verse 25, the Bible says, And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him, and took of the spirit that was upon him, and gave it unto the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. I want you to note something. What God was doing at this particular point in time wasn't because God wanted to anoint 70 other prophets. That is not it. God was not looking to anoint 70 other prophets. God, Moses didn't call out to God to give him more prophets. He called out to God for helpers. Helpers in administering the duties that God had given him. He wasn't saying that God anoints more prophets for me. He said, the burden is too much for me. This Leading these people is too difficult. It is a burden that I can't carry alone. So help me. And God anoints 70 people by taking the spirit upon Moses. But the moment this spirit fell upon these 70 people, they began to prophesy. The first reaction that they had was to prophesy. Okay, I want you to follow me carefully. Then look at what happened. And when they were prophesying, there were two of the people that were in the camp. They didn't come to where the rest of the 68 people were. The Spirit rested upon those two people and they were also prophesying. In the verse 27, And they ran a young man and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad do prophesy in the camp. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men, answered and said, My Lord Moses, forbid them. Meaning Moses, stop them from prophesying. We know that you are the only one that prophesies. We know that you are the only prophetic man amongst us. Why is it that other people are prophesying too? So forbid them from prophesying. And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake, O Joshua, would God that all the lost people were prophets and that the Lord would put the Spirit upon them. Catch the revelation. Catch the revelation. Okay. Moses now is trying to tell Joshua that Joshua, you are missing it. In, in fact, you think because the people are prophesying, what is happening is about the prophetic and what is happening means that they are entering into the office of the prophet. But you have got it wrong. Number one, 
the prophetic is not the monopoly of the prophet. It means that it is not only the prophet that should have access into the prophetic, but then, but then, this is the bigger picture. He's trying to tell Joshua that what you are seeing in the manifestation is not about the prophetic at all. Because look, why? He said, envious thou for my sake, would God that all the lost people were prophets? Wait, wait, wait. Some might think that because of what Moses said, it means that God wants all his people to be prophets. But that wouldn't be possible. Can everybody on earth be a prophet? No. No. So it is not in that sense. He said that would God that all the lost people were prophets? How? And that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. That is it. It means that everybody that has the spirit of God upon him, in essence, is a prophet. And not as in a prophet, as in the office of the prophet, but being prophetic. Okay. 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 So Joshua, <laughs> let me show you something. I want you to note and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. This time, Moses was prophesying. Moses was prophesying. Now let's go back to Joel and then we'll come back to act. In Joel 22, the scripture we read, he said, and it shall come to pass that the Lord will pour his spirit upon all flesh. Look, what God help me. What Moses was talking about, he said, and that the Lord will put the spirit upon, upon them. Okay? It is what jo Joel is prophesying about. And what Joshua is prophesying, uh, sorry, is what uh, Joel is prophesying about. Joel is prophesying that a time is coming that the Lord will pour his spirit upon all flesh. And the moment the spirit of God comes upon all flesh, look at what will happen. He said, your sons and daughters will begin to prophesy. The reaction, the very first reaction that the people would have when the Spirit of God rests upon them is that they would prophesy. That is the very first reaction to the Spirit of God falling upon them. They would prophesy. Your sons and your daughters, as a reaction to the Spirit of God falling upon them, they would prophesy. Then it confirms what Moses said. That would God that all the lost people were prophets and that he would pour his spirit upon them. So anyone that have the spirit of God, of God upon him, in essence, is a prophet in God or is prophetic. Because the person has the ability to prophesy. And then, let's come back to the manifestation of this prophecy. This prophecy manifests in the book of Acts chapter number 2. Okay, let's go downwards. Hope I'm not burdening you with a lot of scriptures. It is it is a teaching service, so don't worry. I'm bombarding you with scriptures, right? We will get there. We will get there. Okay, let's go back to the book of Acts, chapter number two. Okay, now after the Holy Spirit had entered, the people that were present when they saw what was happening with the apostles said, "These people are drunk," and you know the rest of the story. But in answer, Peter said in the verse 16, We are not drunk, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And they shall come to pass. In the last days, said God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So, in Acts chapter 2, we are seeing the manifestation of Joel 2.28 and Numbers. 
what was first prophesied by Moses, confirmed by Joel, is happening in the book of Acts. And when it's happened, look at the two things that are very prominent. I want you to pay attention to these two things. He said, your sons and daughters shall prophesy, number one, that is sound. Because like I told you, when the Holy Spirit was coming, the first thing that happens, he said, and suddenly there came a sound. So number one, sound. Number one, sound. Number one, sound. Number one, sound. And number two, number two, number two. And it's, it's filled the house and it says, and they appeared. So they saw. And in Joel's prophecy, he said, your sons and daughters will prophesy sound. Your sons and daughters will see visions, 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 visions. That is appearance, visions, sight, sight, sight. So these two things, sound and sight, sound and sight, sound and sight. By the infilling and the outpouring of the spirit, two things will be prominent. Two things will be activated. And those two things are sight and sound or sound and sight. And which senses are responsible for sight and for sound? Okay. Okay, help me now. Help me now. Which two senses are responsible for decoding sound and sight? The eyes and ear. God bless you, Doc. God bless you, Doc. Okay. So, so am, I, am I bringing it home? Are, are we going back to the senses now? When I started talking about the senses, are we going back to the senses? We are going back to the senses. Doc, I've seen you have asked the question. I will, I'll come I'll come I'll come and answer that question yeah I'll come and answer that question so sound and sight it means that these two senses are going to be activated and are going to be very prominent but let me show you something let me show you a mystery he said that there was a sound that the sound was the similitude or it mimicked a Russian a mighty Russian wind okay oh God help me God help me God help me. Do you know that when the wind, when the wind is blowing, when the wind is blowing, your ears can perceive it, and your body can also perceive when there is a violent wind. Your body can perceive it, and your ears can also perceive it. It is only your eyes that are not privy to that manifestation, but your ears can, and the entire body can. All right, and this entire body is also wired. To be able to touch and to feel, all right. Is that also a? Is that also? Is that also um, a sense? Is that also a sense? Is there a sense of a sense of touch? Is there a sense of touch? Is there a sense of touch? Okay, okay. It means that the entire body is hardwired to be able to decode signals from God. When I say your entire body, I mean the totality of your man. That is spirit, flesh. And so, it's all wired. Prophet Emmanuel Makandiwa was saying something. All right, I'm coming. I'll mention it another time. I don't want to complicate things. I think my time is already up. So, I don't want to get into the details of that. But let me end here. Let me wrap up the um, the session and then um, answer one or two questions. And then I'll continue. It is going to be um, an unfolding teaching. As time goes on, we are going to delve deeper into it. Okay? So, I want you to take note of this. That... The Moses talked about the pouring out of the Spirit of God. Okay? And I want to show you something. When those 70 elders received the outpouring and they prophesied, they prophesied temporarily. It was only that time. 
but afterwards they were not prophesying the spirit was not on them to make them prophets but to help them to help moses okay but they prophesied as a reaction to the spirit falling on them just like Joel described and just like what happened to the apostles because when the spirit fell on the apostles they also began to speak in tongues okay when they were filled with the spirit the bible says they spoke in tongues as the spirit gave them utterance okay and if the holy spirit is giving you utterance it means you are prophesying i'll get into the dynamics of that one too but let me also put it down and then the next time i'll touch it but i want you to realize that the prophecy by joel had to do with sound and had to do with sight okay and the manifestation of the holy spirit in acts also had to do with sound and had to do with sight these two things it means that god has done a lot of investment in ensuring that we hear him and we see things in the spirit okay sound and sight god has made an investment by giving us the holy spirit god has made an investment in making sure that we are able to hear sound and we are able to see god's communication infrastructure god's communication infrastructure i will pause here we are going to continue another time but let me answer a question that was raised by brother um dr lovelace he said so please the fact you can prophesy does not mean you stand in the office of the prophetic but for the mere fact that we all have the spirit of god in us we can prophesy right yes exactly exactly not everybody that prophesies is in the office of the prophet in fact i'll teach further and take you to the place of knowing um the gifts as listed in the book of ephesians we will know that the gifts of prophecy is also a gift that any believer can have any believer can have that gift for example let me show you something in i think the book of acts the bible says that there were um three daughters of philip who did prophesy okay at were there three i've forgotten the exact number but there were some daughters of of, of philip evangelist philip they did prophesy that is how the bible described them he said they did prophesy it means that they were operating in the simple gift of prophecy they could prophesy all right but in the same book of acts there was a man called agabus and the bible says he was a prophet why didn't the bible says that daughters philip's uh, sorry philip's daughters were also prophets but he said they did prophesy but for agabus there was an emphasis on his prophetic office that he was a prophet so there are people who do prophesy but are not prophets and there are people who stand in the office of a prophet i'll teach further into it and we'll be able to uncover all of that let me take if you have a, a question please ans- ask in the next five minutes as we wrap up for today hope somebody has been blessed hope somebody has been blessed hope somebody has been blessed all right if you have a question you can put it across we answer it then we um continue another time okay so brother lovelace is asking okay yeah brother isaac yeah they were four eh? okay 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 they were four thank you yeah dr lovelace is asking so how so please how do you know or how can you know if you are called as a prophet 
how can you know if you are called as a prophet how can you know if you are called as a prophet it's very 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 simple very very simple if you are called as a prophet god will tell you and confirm it by the mouth of others god will tell you god tell god will tell you definitely god will tell you about it yeah god will tell you about it you will know he will tell you and you see um you see samuel prophet samuel in the bible when he began to manifest the prophetic the bible says that all the nation of israel i think from dan to besheba or something forgotten the entire uh, the exact scripture i said that they all knew that he was called and established as a prophet how did they know by his manifestation they got to know yeah but when god calls you as a prophet he will tell you and he will confirm it by the mouth of other prophets and by the mouth of others yeah that's lovely does does this answer um do justice to your question all right thank you thank you yes let me take another question does anyone have a question as we prepare to round up does anyone have a question you have a question you can ask you have a question you can ask you have a question you can ask if you have a question you can ask yes the prophetic is not the monopoly of the prophet the prophetic is not the monopoly of the prophet yes those of you that are new those of you who haven't joined as before we have a dawn prayer session dubbed morning aura from 3:30 a.m. to 5 a.m. every day every single day from 3:30 to 5 every single day we pray prophetic prayers and enter the prophetic when god gives us utterance we prophesy also when god gives us utterance all right so i believe there is no other question so we can end um, this evening session right can we close because there is there is no question that is lingering there's no question that is lingering so can we close or right, let me see if i can minister prophetically to one person because it's a prophetic session sorry okay there's a question there's a okay there's a question all right so dr lovelace is asking please a friend share the dream of prophesying and praying for people and it's not the first time does that mean the person has been called oh yeah you see when god calls you away, one of the things that happens to you is dreams when god is is establishing his call over your life your dreams is one one area to watch because you will dream about it a lot you will dream about it a lot so there is no way you can um underplay or undermine your dreams when you have a calling yeah it is one of the uh, first contact if no one has prophesied to you about it it is one of the ways that god will begin to minister to you through dreams dreams we will have an entire series on dreams yeah i'll be teaching about dreams a lot i'll be teaching about dreams a lot yeah so so how does a person nurture and grow it all right by being part of a session like this one okay when you realize that you have been called you start exposing yourself to the things of god more you expose yourself to prayer a lot of prayer a lot of prayer prayer and um, is able to cause you to discover yourself you pray a lot you study the bible right when you stay in the word of god and in scripture so in scripture and in prayer and in fasting 
Okay, fasting helps you to keep your body or your flesh under and to elevate your spirit. So, fasting, the word of God, prayer, and reading material on ministry on the area of the person's calling. Okay, there are a lot of things to do, but these are just set bets. Okay, yeah, by availing yourself to teachings like this, by praying, and when you know exactly what you are called to you to do, you read alongside that area. And then you observe people that God is already using in that area. Okay? You observe people that God is already using in that area. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. Sure. Any other question? Any other question? Any other question? Laralo sere le mendo shanda brali vendo celebre le costash. Lerelondo shanda brali gindo vara mastonde le hikatalabalu asaya. Lelonda Shanda. Is there any other question? Is there any other question? My number. Okay. So my number will pop up in the comment section very soon so that you can pick it up. My number will pop up in the comment section so that you pick it up. Alright. Yeah, we will we will study into details. Alright, so Dockers, that is my number. 0244 That's my number. You can pick it up. Okay, please, how can a person interpret what he sees? Okay, how can a person interpret what he sees? That is very interesting. Personally, I'm a seer. It means I see a lot. And a lot of prophetic words that I give people are things that I have seen and interpreted. And a lot of times, the moment I see them, the Lord interprets it for me. Or he gives me a clue. But one of the things that I've also done is that I have read extensively. Okay? I've read a lot. So some of the things that I see, even if the Lord is not interpreting it, because I know my calling, I've, I've, I've learned, I've studied. So some of the things, when I see, I know what they mean. Okay? I know what they mean. So if you want to be able to accurately interpret, you ought to read a lot. And you ought to study the word because a lot of the things have their roots in the word of God. So you'll be able to get their interpretation through the word. Yeah, so when you, you know you are called in that area, you 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 have to avail yourself to learn a lot. You have, and then ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Because personally, even sometimes when I'm prophesying, there are things that I see and I'm not able to inter in interpret it. And sometimes I don't get the interpretation accurately. So people will think that, oh, he missed it. It's not that I missed it or the person missed it. Sometimes when you don't get the interpretation accurately, it will look like you have missed the prophetic word. Yeah, it happens sometimes. But um, when you see the first point of contact is the Holy Spirit. It will help you decode it. And you also have to add knowledge so that um, it will blend together. It will blend together. Yes. And then I also even go to discover that as a seer um the things that you see um usually um is limited to the knowledge you have or the symbolisms that you have all right you another time another time if i see it right now and i'm not able to uh, get deep into it you might not understand so another time yeah is please is there something like the office of an intercessor or is a general title for all believers all right um an intercessor is just someone that stands in the gap so as you can see there is not an office for an intercessor but usually prophets are intercessors 
Every prophet is an intercessor. Every prophet is an intercessor. We have five offices. The office of the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the pastor, and the evangelist. Five of them. Every other thing is an add-on. Yeah. So you can have an evangelist who is in office, but is an intercessor. Every Christian should be an intercessor. Every Christian should be an intercessor. So it is not an office. Right. Yeah. So Dr. L- Dr. Lovelace, this is like this is this is um a very um simple uh, illustration of it. Okay. This is the illustration. Um you see a CEO, a CEO in office. A CEO in office. Okay. The office of the CEO um is a place he has been put and there's a level of authority given him in that office okay it doesn't mean nobody in that um establishment or that workplace can do some of the things he does some people can do the things that they so, but the fact that you can do what the ceo does doesn't make you the ceo and uh, yes the fact that you can do what the ceo does doesn't make you the ceo uh-huh so in the office of the prophet the fact that somebody can prophesy doesn't make the person a prophet in office yes all right answered okay any other question even as we are um all right you're welcome sir you're welcome sir even as we are wrapping up any other question any other question i'd wanted to minister prophetically but um this is a teaching service so let me keep it as such so that we learn um we will we will have proper prophetic and prayer session this dawn from 3 30 a.m to 5 a.m every day every day every day every day we pray from 3 30 to 5 30 a.m so join us let's pray and then be able to download the mind of god all right i trust we've all been blessed god bless everybody for availing yourself for this teaching service um spontaneously we'll be doing them on mondays tuesdays and thursdays at seven in the evenings yeah if you are new and you haven't followed kindly follow if you are new and you haven't followed kindly follow so that um you'll be able to um, benefit from these teachings i'll try my possible best if it will be possible to upload this teaching session so that you can go back to it and refer yes i'll see i'll see about that I couldn't start early. I couldn't start early. So um, I would think about how best I'll be able to work on this and then upload it. All right. So God bless us. Let's meet this zone from 3.30 to 5 a.m. We are up and praying and we will also enter the prophetic. So let's try our best and then join. And I know you will be blessed. So God bless you. Take very good care of yourself. My name is Joseph Asumene. And um, I'm trusting God to meet you another time. God bless you. I appreciate you. I love you. Have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye.